This podcast is brought to you by the nonprofit organization Fairy Tales Dog Rescue in San Francisco with Tiffany and Louise. Follow us down the rescue road. F A I R Y T A I L S Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Louise. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. You're good? I am actually really good. I mean, let, let me, let me, at the moment, you know, I feel like I've been going through ups and downs, but at the moment, I'm really fucking good. Yeah, it's been a lot of ups and downs. I'm, I mean, it's, it's hard to complain because life as a whole is good, but I just feel overwhelmed, like by everything from check the, engine light popping up in my car to what's happening in Iran, women fighting for their rights and everything in between. It, it, you know, the world is filled with so much hate and fear and anger. And I am filled with these feelings too, because I'm in it. And it's just, you know, the world can be a really scary place sometimes. And I feel like we're humans uh, we're ruling this world and we're doing a really shitty job at it. And I sometimes I really wish that humans were not the number one species on the planet because you, I feel like maybe another species would do better. God, I, you, well, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like the same when you're talking and speaking. I was like, I was feeling it on your, the energy, like just, and I, I know it's, uh, there's an intensity of, a weight of the world on us and I, I could see it when you were talking and I don't know um it's it's it is overwhelming um and plus we deal with just our everyday stress yeah it's just never ending you know the, the, this life keeps on going and here we go in the hamster wheel I know I know you know and um but Humans are such terrible, terrible animals. It's like, I find it very hard to have love for humans the way I do for dogs. I know. It's a, it's a, isn't it an interesting thing? I mean, but there, you know, but we love each other and we're both humans. So, you know, there is the, also the f- connection we have with That's like-minded true. folks. We have to remember that there's still good people out in the world. Um, and we just have to look for them. And that's, you know, what we're trying to do here is just be a good example. We're trying to try not just, just make, like you said, put a plus in the world and it's not a, maybe a big mark, but it's least a plus and not a minus. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. So Louise, it's been a really, we've, we've both had some rough and, um, times lately and, you know, we're, we're really tapping into just what that, those lessons are and together we're doing amazing and I think we should give ourselves a little bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I, it's, it's so hard for me to, like I said, to, to find love for people who aren't a dog people. Oh, it's <laughs> non-negotiable. I mean? If you don't like dogs, I don't want to know you. 
Exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I feel like a lot of people agree on this and it's like, I'm not the first to say it. I don't know who said it first, but, you know, never trust a person who doesn't like dogs. That's the thing, right? Absolutely. It's 100%. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like there's, for me, it's, it's all animals though. It's not just dogs, but like all animals, like to have a love for animals. I mean, dogs specifically, because they're so, there's emotional connection and bond between a dog and a human. Absolutely. All animals have my heart. I agree. And you think that, you know, I'm a dog walker and you and I run this dog rescue. So you think like we're surrounded by dog lovers. And yes, we are in a sense, but we're also working with these big issues uh, about the stigma against pit bulls, the stigma against chihuahuas and other breeds, huskies, shepherds, and uh, so many other breeds that are suffering from People basically hating them, to keep it short. And so it really gets to me sometimes because I, even though we keep fighting for this, I just feel like we're hitting a wall sometimes and we're just preaching to the choir. And it's, uh, you know, it's like, why can't everybody be dog lovers? Yeah, no, it's, I think what you were saying about is just that, you're, we we spin we're hitting our heads against the walls and we're focused on the wrong things and I just started I just started to think that you know nothing really makes sense anymore and you know so I mean it kind of like the world doesn't make sense and none of this shit make the, the the fucking humans don't make any sense running this show so what would it be like if dogs ran the show yes I mean it's it's like God spelled backwards yeah, it's, it's dog right. And, you know, if, if could could God please be a dog and could also dogs be in charge of the planet Earth? I feel like it would be better. It I would know. Do a better it would job. be better. I mean, what, how, what would the world look like if dogs could decide? I mean, obviously, we wouldn't have the disgusting situation we have right now where we're pumping out dogs in breeders and puppy mills uh, beyond supply and demand. And meanwhile, we're euthanizing over one million dogs a year in the shelters and they're bursting at the seams our partner at Contra Costa County Shelter has been so overwhelmed by the amount of dogs she literally said they're bursting at the seams and these are all perfectly adoptable dogs and ready I mean we we've it's just what the hell's going on that just says what the hell's going on these why are the shelters over overfilled and what is that saying about society What's going exactly. on out there? I mean, dogs would not have this situation and they wouldn't even have, you know, this situation with jails and human in jail, like Guantanamo and everything from your regular So what would they do? Jail. Like, yeah, what would dogs do? I mean, I think they'd have a big, okay, so it's like, okay, let's say they wouldn't have a gel, but what they'd have is when you're naughty, you do have to go into the, the big dog pin and you got to learn all to play nice. You all have fun and play nice and go play ball and run around and just be all friends. Yeah, they would like put you in the pack, in Mm -hmm. a stable pack, and they would show you the rounds and they would not tolerate anything else. And if you could not play by the rules, you'd be shunned or killed. And so only well-behaved animals who can coexist would survive. Right? Isn't that how it's done in nature? That sounds like a good plan. That's a good, that woman's a good one. I mean, it's survival of the fittest. And you can easily argue, of course, that there's going to be some evil-minded ones that could be more fit and could prey on some good ones and win. Because nature can be cruel that way, too, of course. 
Um, but I, I still feel like you, you can't argue with the shitty job that humans are doing. So then what else could they do differently? Well, if, if we planted our heads into a dog's mind right now and we wanted to fix. Oh, I know. Okay. They would not have a fucking 45 hour work week. Oh, fuck no. They would not care about money. Good one, Louise. Mm, dogs don't care about money. They care about love. They care about relationships. They're more about the feminine energy and the values. Food and a roof over their head. The, the simple, basic things. You know, that's a good one, Louise. Yeah, there's no, like, they don't care what you look like. Yeah, we wouldn't have that vanity. No vanity. There wouldn't be, like, you know, all this money's wasted on stupid trying to, you know, look good, you know, because they don't, they they care about your, your energy and your spirit. No ads, no capitalism, mm. you know, but there would be tons of pools. I mean, they pools like the work. They do and- have working dogs, you know, so they, they work, they will work. Yeah, yeah, but it won't. We won't work ourselves to death and no. like you know work for every little penny, and that's all Psh, with a whip. The, yeah, the hamster wheel would just keep yeah. going round and yeah. round. Yeah, we work. Around. We work like dog. When a dog works, they do it out of they love it, and then they're done and they yeah. rest. Yeah, and they have a purpose with it. It's not like I got to be at the office from nine to five. I got to clock in at the factory. I, you know, I it's like I have to show up today, even though there's nothing really to do. But I work here, so I have to sit here. A lot of jobs are like that, where you're kind of just feeling time. And it's just dogs would not have that because it doesn't make sense. What would dogs do about, like, do dogs have, you know, racisms or discriminations against other dogs? I mean, of course, there are some dogs with behavioral problems who can fixate on smaller dogs or bigger dogs, or some could fixate on huskies or like some other breed, you know, and who knows why. Maybe they had some experience or... There, there's some instincts. So, yeah, they can definitely fixate and discriminate like that. Um, but, you know, that's uh, such a... That also speaks about how it's a process of the brain. I mean, sexism, racism, and all of that discrimination is our brain making really simplified conclusions based on singular experiences rather than understanding the bigger context. You know, it's like you're not analyzing, you're not thinking it through and you're not questioning yourself. You're just, Oh, I had a bad experience with these kind of people. So this is the truth. Your brain will go to those conclusions to protect yourself. It's a natural thing. Both dogs and humans can do Mm -hmm. it. However, dogs have the brain that it can be likened to a three-year-old human. Humans are usually older than three-year-olds. And so we have more of a responsibility to think outside the box and not be discriminating. But are we doing a good job at that? Nope. No, we're not. Nope. Not at all. You know what you were saying earlier about, uh, you know, the, the people ruling the world, you know, like the democracies yeah, right. and the dictatorships. I mean, all these people who are have a lot of power Mm -hmm. in our societies, like the president. Right. Yeah. And all the other politicians, you know. I know, they're all of them. I wonder if most of them are dog people or not. Ooh, Louise, we should do a study. Yeah. Oh. Like Angela Merkel. Let's do a whole list. Okay. Is she a dog person? Let's make a list. Margaret Thatcher, was she a dog person? Trump, not a dog person. Well, we know that. You know, like, yeah, let's make a list. Ooh, ooh, okay, that's a great. Did you just this? The, okay, let's come up a come up a list of people we like, all bunch of 
all of them that we would like to know and you know recent past whatever yeah let's do a whole analysis it's gonna take time it's gonna take time it's a lot of work but but you know for example putin He's a dog person. He had several dogs. It doesn't necessarily make him a good person. No, but we're just curious to see, like, what does it pan out? I know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, many pet lovers share the belief that a person's attitude to dogs reveals something essential about their character. So when people go to be elected and they're having their political campaigns, they should really out if they have a dog or not. They should really, like, you know, it should be an important factor. I agree. It says a lot about you. It's like, you know... But you know what the problem with that? No. Then once they know that, then they'll get, like, a fucking token dog. Of course. Because it's like when you're running for president, you can't run for president if you don't have a wife and children. Right. Right, because there's no single man who will be elected for president. And I say man because there has not yet been a woman elected in America. Yeah. You know, so it's, I'm not saying that they have their wife and children only for that reason, but they know they got to have them if they're running for right. it. Right. That's right. You got to have that picture perfect yep. frame. Yeah. And, but the dog should be a part of that. I you know. know. It says I a know. lot. You know, Trump is the only American president who didn't have a dog. And that says it all. <laughs> it says it all. And for anyone who just feels disheartened, you know, remember that our current president, Biden actually is the first one to have a rescue dog of all the presidents. So we're really grateful for that, Biden. I know you're listening, Biden. I know you are. So thank you. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I'm not. No. (laughs) He's actually following us. Of course he is. (laughs) Uh, What else would dog? Okay, so what about like, um, yeah, what about female rights? Dogs don't care if you have if you're a female or male. They treat you the same. We do come across a lot of dogs that have issues with men uh, because of their experiences with men. And we actually, I have never met a dog who has issues with women. I mean, I'm not saying that women aren't capable of evil things. Uh, they definitely are. I hate when people say, you know, if women ruled the world, it, there wouldn't be war. You know, that's the thing mm, people say, right? Yeah. But I don't believe that because I believe yeah. women can do exactly what men can do. And I'll be fucking some shit up, you know. So, like, if there's some shit that needs to be blown up for very good reason and a good cause, I'm ready to do it. Yes. If you elect me, I will drop some bombs in some very particular places. But only the right places that fucking deserve it and yes. protect everyone else. Yes. And do everything in my power to protect those that don't fucking deserve any of this shit. But, you know... This is where, uh, this is not a good point. Dogs would not bother with inventing nuclear weapons and dropping bombs. They would be better than us on that. They wouldn't, what would they do? They They would. Sniff each other's butts and say, okay, you're cool. They would not bother with the whole power international arena. They would just bother with their place here and now. They would not need to go and take over or influence other areas and other people elsewhere. Yeah. They would just worry about their pack right here, right now. They don't need borders. They don't need power and control over others. It goes back to the money thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's all fucking greed and power and, you know, and I mean, there's obsession with like a lifestyle, like being seen with a certain lifestyle, you know, in this country. Oh, yeah. Or in many countries. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's the vanity of the West, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, it's vanity. 
what is image all about? It's like such a weird human this is thing. so weird, right? What the fuck is it? How other people view us. It's so important. Like, why can't we just be like dogs and just be with be. each other? I know. Why do we care about how people look at us? It's so fascinating. We're the only species that does that, right? Yeah, right? That is weird. That's actually very profound. You make me think a lot right now. Like, when you said that, it's like, oh, that is really profound. Mm. But, you know... There was actually a dog politician here in San Francisco in 2014. Did you know? No. It was a little Chihuahua Dachshund Terrier, some kind of mix like that. Her name was Frida. She was elected dog mayor. Where? It's hilarious. Here in San Francisco in 2014. Uh, how did I not know this? It happened right when I moved here and I was like, whoa, I got to the right city. This is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a funny so story. It's like, obviously, you know, it's a little bit of a joke, but it's something like ACC uh, had a fundraiser and like one of the prices uh, sort of was that like uh, you could, uh, uh, a dog could be elected for dog mayor of San Francisco and there was an election and so yeah. on. And so this uh, little dog, Frida, won. I found an old article about it in the LA Times. Like this was reported on on a national level because it's a big deal when a dog becomes a politician. Apparently. Yeah, so this is what the LA Times said about Frida at the time. Quote, The rescue dog, often photographed wearing a colorful sweater, will be saluted during a meeting of the Board of Supervisors, followed by a gathering on the steps of City Hall that would draw hundreds of animal lovers. And furthermore, our beloved uh, supervisor, Scott Weiner at the time, yeah. uh, you know, he read a commendation for service to Frida at the supervisor's meeting. And then he presented her with a, a retirement package as she left office. And that like retirement package included like a deluxe dog bed. And, you know, it's... Oh, my God. Okay, so did... <laughs> it's all silly. So how did she get elected? Uh, but it was this fundraiser that ACC put on, and so they, uh, in order to get people excited about uh, the fundraiser, they decided to have a dog mayor election. So people were submitting. They voted their dogs. her. Voted for her. Oh yeah, God, she cute. won the vote. Aww. Put me in a motherfucking office. I gotta teach these hoes some. Yeah. I need to be the fucking president, bitch. I was a journalist at the time, so I actually wrote an article about it. That's why I remember it. And yeah, so there was a dog politician once. And in the city of San Francisco. Well, of course. This is the dog's city. Yeah, it is. I mean, now it's the tech city. Eh, I know, it's changed a lot, quite the a bit. The dogs need to take it back. Take it back from the techies. <laughs> San Francisco is great oh, in the God. sense, like, where so many dog lovers and there's so many dog rescues and there's so many off-leash parks and there's so many places and restaurants you're allowed to bring your dog to and you know it's really a dog excited city like if you're looking for a dog friendly city in america i think san francisco is your best choice absolutely that is so freaking true i mean it's like dogs are in every restaurant practically I and mean, there's outdoor seating everywhere but like you know so they do that just so you can bring the dog because like if you if you can bring your dog to the restaurant then pe people are like, fuck, I'm going there. Yeah. 
Oh, Journey wants to get up, up on the couch, but he's afraid of little Benny boy. The- <laughs> and the four pound chihuahua. He's afraid of him. Should I pick him up there? No, no. They don't have to move for him. I'm just going to show Journey that he can still go on. Oh, my God, Journey. You are hilarious. They're not going to hurt you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to get a photo of them. Yeah, let's post that on our Instagram. Oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. Oh, Tiffany. Do you know what else dogs would do if they were in charge? If dog was president, they would not have Sue's. Sue. Oh, Sue. Like, wait, they would like like get litigation, like sue people for shit. No, 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 the Sue, like the animal. Oh, Zoo, Zoo, animal jail, Zoo. Yeah, well, you know, they should put humans on fucking display and their bad yeah. behaviors. Yeah. I don't know. If they were smart, they'd put us on display like, here's the Karens. Here's the fucking racist. Here's the fucking uh, animal abuser guy. Here's what, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> that would be fabulous. I want to have a human zoo. A human zoo. <gasps> of all these. Oh. That's yeah. a beautiful idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, no, it It'd is be very controversial. Is. But no, dogs wouldn't bother with such cruelties, of course. But yeah, dogs wouldn't have zoos. And you know what, Tiffany? I've been really upset this week. Uh, Why? Because I've been thinking a lot about zoos. You know, I'm from Sweden, mm-hmm. and there's been this huge thing on the news in Sweden. And uh, you know, I, I read the news, I listen to podcasts, and it's been on everybody's tongue. I was also really surprised that actually. It went on American news. It was on USA Today and like all of these big news outlets here in America too. What happened? Uh Uh-huh. What was it? Let me tell you. There's this big famous zoo in Stockholm, the capital of Sweden. And of course, it's not approved by, you know, the organizations that say if a zoo is good enough for standards. But I'll tell you that all my friends in Sweden have been to this zoo. It's very you know, uh, accepted. Okay. And it's like very nice to go there, apparently. Yeah. But I say it's not. Right. Anyway, what happened there uh, is that a king cobra escaped from the terrarium. Oh, my God. Shut up. What happened with that fucking snake? Oh, my God. I'm dying. Oh, my God. So this zoo called Skansen, you know, they... Uh, uh, have a terrarium full of snakes and what happened is that they changed these light bulbs that were uh, you know uh, using less electricity or whatever you know in the state of the inflation and all and uh, these uh, light bulbs you know to make it hot in the terrarium yeah. for the snakes but this one is less hot on the surface and it's like above the terrarium so Usually when the snakes will like go towards it, they'll burn themselves. So they'll stay okay. away from the top of the terrarium. Okay. But with this new light bulb, it wasn't as hot. So the king cobra pushed past it, escaped the terrarium, and went up into the ceilings and the walls and just like slithered oh my away. God. I love it. I hope he got away. Yeah, so it became new sensational. Yeah, a he's all, fuck this cobra. shit, I'm out of here. A king cobra is the most poisonous snake you can find. It's really dangerous for humans if they attack. So, you know, people were like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah, oh my yeah. God, oh my God. So the thing on the news was, you know, that they were talking about, oh, it's the snake is so dangerous and, oh, are we going to catch it? And how is it going to go? And, you know, and people are terrified, like people living blocks away from 
the Sioux are scared that it's going to slither into the sewer system and turn up in their toilets, you know. Oh, or, my God. You know, they, they, they like everybody's freaking out and they're so scared of themselves and of their children and oh like, my not God. of themselves, for themselves, right, right. for uh, their children, you know, and right, they're right. so worried. Oh, my God. And, and he's like, I heard about this in so many news outlets oh my God. and podcasts and from friends in Sweden and nobody, what kills me is that nobody even acknowledged the fact that, hey, this animal is in captivity. It's been robbed of its freedom. And right. you bet it wants to get out. Right. It's having a terrible life. Right. It's being tortured. Nobody cares at all about the situation of the snake. Also, the fact that he's escaped in, you know, a human world where he, where nothing is natural right. to him or her. Nobody even considered the, the emotional no. experience of the snake and the fact that he is in captivity. And, right. You know, isn't, that, isn't that fascinating? It, I thought it was so fascinating. Nobody thought about it. I feel like I'm the only one. You know what? This is a great... I feel like a lot of your journalism thing is... like You're coming up with some good-ass stories. You bringing it, bring it to the attention that nobody's look, seen it from that perspective is like... I, I mean, it's it's again, it goes back to people just don't think beyond their own world and what how it affects them, like you said earlier. Yeah, and also the focus on that, you know, a king cobra is so dangerous. It hasn't occurred at all to anyone that humans are indeed the most dangerous animal on this planet. Exactly. That's the thing. Why can't that ever be brought back to the thing? Like, no, who's worse? Like, we are way worse than king yeah, cobra. Yeah, he's been kept in captivity. He was like in he, she, whatever they, has been living in torture in their minds you know they were like a fucking uh prisoner imagine if (coughs) if humans are kept in captivity like that and you know something is going on with the bars surrounding you and you get one chance to escape and you take it you know like that's what this snake did it's like i'm getting the heck out of here and gonna try to like find a life worth living yeah. And, you know, it's like humans would do the exact same thing. And we're also much more dangerous. Like, just because we don't have poison coming out of our teeth, like, we have poison coming out of our brains. And yet, we think that we're the most important species of all. Of course. I mean, that we are, you know, God's children. And oh, yeah. we can do whatever we want to this planet. Keep them their whole life in captivity and we walk around for our enjoyment and it's entertainment for our children. And it's also, it's educating for the children. I don't know how many parents I hear say this. I take my kids to the zoo so they can learn about animals and the world. You're teaching them the very wrong values here. If you want them to see animals, go on a safari trip. Yeah. It's also not a human right to see all these wild right. animals. It's, it's not. not necessary and it's not worth them sacrificing their lives for you to have a fun afternoon at the zoo. Let's go to the zoo. There are snakes at the zoo. The only time they should ever have a zoo animal is if it's a rescue, like it's in a, it could not survive in the wild it was a better place for them, then okay. You know, then it would be called a reservation. Reserva- and res- then you can go check them out at the reservation. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know what, like, don't bother them at all. <laughs> I know, don't fucking, they don't want you to be scared. Why, why do you think the gorillas throw shit at you? When you go to the zoo and they 
sh throw shit at you because they don't want you there. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, so during this whole process, uh, I was just hoping that the snake would come out and bite the shit out of someone, you know, like the people at the zoo because they deserve it. I was like, you go, King Cobra. So what happened to the cobra? Well, after three days, he actually made his way back to the terrarium on his own. Really? You know, because it was the safe place for him. There was no food. There's no safe yeah. place like he's crawling around in the he walls. He just came you know? back. Yeah. See, that says Sad. it all. That says it all. He just like, I don't know. I'm. He's like lost. Yeah, he's lost in this world. You know, he doesn't belong there. And so he, he went back to the only place he knew was safe and he just surrendered. It's so sad. Okay, that's what I feel like uh, nursing homes are. I don't want to end up in a nursing home when I, I you know, I, no. No, well, I, I think that there can be good nursing homes. There could be good ways to do it. It's just done in the wrong well, way. I, I know. We're going to do, I'm going to have my own. I'm going to fucking have a party ass fucking, only certain exactly. cool people. Like a dorm, only yeah. a nursing home. Like a yeah. nursing home dorm, you know, where everybody can get together and you have fun. Yeah. And it's not this patriarchy healthcare that we're dealing with now like you know something more humane something fun that's not all about changing diapers giving yes. medicine and just like feeding your porridge into the mouth and doing it over and over i feel i really do feel that we should have the right to die that just like dogs we're one thing i love about if i was a dog be happy is that our loved ones can help us make that decision and let us go when we're in suffering or in pain and they get euthanized i want to get euthanized i want to be able to have the right to be euthanized so if I, the dogs would run everything i think they 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 prefer to be euthanized like when they go through it they, they it's a peaceful transition yeah it's a gift that we're giving to our dogs that we euthanize them instead of dragging out the pain and the suffering right i like i would be it would be so horrible like I remember when when Bear passed. I can't even talk about it because it's so hard. But, you know, it was so hard to watch him suffer. He mm -hmm. couldn't get up to pee. I had to push on his bladder and just squeeze out to pee because he couldn't walk and he couldn't eat. He couldn't drink. So he was dying and in time he would have self-died. But the fact that I could give him euthanasia and end his suffering and hold him in my arms and just like yeah you were there to i know that's the way i'd want to go like i the bear had was surrounded by love like comfort and peaceful i know it's like i want that too for myself and i feel like why don't we how come we don't have that right like why do we have to suffer well you know in switzerland and oregon there there is human euthanasia i know but that means but there needs to be more i can't we can't all live in oregon no, of course not. And we can't all go to Switzerland. And yeah. it's very, you know, there's a lot of rules about it. You can't just go. They have to have, you know, they check your mental health. There's a lot of interviews and you uh, you have to be sick and have a diagnosis and all of that. Of course. Like, oh, I have it to suffer. It has to make sense. I definitely want to be composted. That's how I want to, I do not want to be burned. I do not want to be. Oh, what is it when they say, oh, oh, oh. My my sister is telling me this story. Have you ever gone to those funerals? They actually embalm them and they have an open casket. Oh, you told me about the natural burials. Well, this called, is yeah. Huh? There's okay. I'm I'm. This is the opposite of natural. Do you know what I'm oh. embalming? You know when they stuff the body. Mummified. 
yeah, you know, they do that. Like the Catholics do it. A lot of the Catholics, they, they st- you know, and the body's like pumped with fluids and you just can come by and there's an open, and when they're, they're dead, but you can come by and kiss them and stuff. I know they have an open casket, but I didn't know that they like stuffed the bodies and well, stuff. Well, they embalm them with fluids. They're like fucking mummified, but they're, it's gross. That's so disgusting. I, I would, in this, they do, the, my sister's gone to three of them and there's people like kissing their bodies and stuff like i don't think dog would want that no no dogs they're just like compost it they're just like just compost it bring it back to nature it's all good yeah yeah that's just weird ass shit to me right there yeah that is odd yeah yeah a lot of things dogs would do differently huh Mm, yeah they would i mean if a dog ran for president i would vote for him or her that's right me too. <laughs> you do. I do. <laughs> Inside joke. Welcome to the podcast where we agree on everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tiffany, we need to uh, catch people up on our rescue dogs. Yep. So what's going on with the rescue dogs? We got two new rescue dogs because there's shelter is bursting at the seams and uh, we have wizard who is a cute little i mean he's freaking cute he's like he looks like a miniature golden retriever i think he looks like a pomeranian mix. well that's what they say he says he's pomeranian well the guess is pomeranian um spaniel mix but i don't, uh, I don't see this i don't see spaniel either i think I'm gonna, i don't see spaniel so uh. i don't see it either okay i'm gonna change that He's adorable. He's a looker. Like, you look at him, you're like, oh. He's so cute. I know I'm going to get some better pictures. And um, he's a great dog. He's so, like, freaking, I've only had him for a day, two days now, day and, and a half. he was on the euthanasia list. Yeah, he was like, we was not up for adoption because he was terrified at the shelter. And this is what the crazy thing is. They're not available for adoption because they're show, they, don't, they show, like, signs of, um, you know, social anxiety and whatnot yeah because they're fucking terrified and as soon as the minute i opened i swear this is and i'm always like yep i know this how this works i put i as soon as i pick them up put and open their crate door to let them sit at home they're like instant oh hello i'm happy i mean sometimes it takes a little bit longer but like these two we're like okay i'm fine now i just need to be in a home yeah that's it yeah they Perfect just dogs. need to not be in a scary environment of a shelter yeah, because a dog would never invent a shelter. They would, they would never, and so they're not comfortable there. And so a lot of them show up really fearful, and then they don't pass the test to be adopted, and boom, they're euthanized. Mm. Unless a rescue comes along and swoop, scoops them up. Mm. Yeah. And then we have Beyonce. <gasps> Beyonce! <laughs> I love that her name is Beyonce. I mean, usually we change the names. No, but this one had to. names, but, but like we can't mess with the Queen Bee. Uh-uh. No, no. And she is so freaking cute and sweet and lovable. She really is. She's got she's got some like good fight in her and she also got the love and she's just such a woman. And you know that's what what Beyonce is too. You know she's got that big luxurious body and the curves. But people who see her in real life say that you know that she's so surprisingly small. Oh wow! She's really short and small. You oh, know wow. she's like kind of distorted oh, uh, on videos and photos. Okay. So it makes sense that she's actually a chihuahua with a really big that's personality. Totally her. Oh my god, Beyonce. That name's got to stay with her. We have to make that a rule. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Wizard. Did I say his name was Wizard? 
Yeah, yeah, the Pomeranian mix is Wizard, which yeah. is a great fairy tale's name. Mm. So check out our website and, and uh, you know. What is the website? Oh, fairy underscore tales underscore dog rescue. Dog. That's our Instagram, not our website. Oh, fuck. It's fairy dog. Fairy. <laughs> fairy tales dog rescue dot com. Fuck. FairyTalesDogRescue.com. Check us out. Okay, Tiffany is losing it. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, to wrap. Peace out, man. Thank you for listening. Bye. Ciao. That are in charge and not the men On the planet dog It's the dogs that drive the cars and go to work On the planet dog It's the men that stay at home alone And drink the water from the toilet La 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 la
Da 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 da